Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to Creating a Championship Standard of Living. I am your host, Mr. Miles W. Miller. People, today it is Saturday, March 19, 2011, and let me tell you, it's a bright and sunny day here in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, I'm thankful to have you here on Creating a Championship Standard of Living. People, each and every week we uh, come together here to do dynamite shows to empower you, to encourage you, to inspire you to not give up and never quit on your dreams. So with that in mind, I want you to know that we do not take you for granted. We are utterly thankful that each and every week you choose to come back here at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time live with us. And you can be anywhere else right now, but you keep coming back, and I'm so thankful for it. I'm so thankful to have you here. People, just stay tuned. We've got some wonderful things planned for you, some absolutely dynamite, phenomenal things planned for you. And before we go any further, I turn this show over to God's Holy Spirit so that we all get what we came for, and that is a move of his spirit. People, I want you all to know that I really understand that some of the things that we go through as uh, as people, um, sometimes it just seems like it can be over overbearing, overwhelming. It seems like sometimes there's no, there's no answer, there's no solution. But tonight I'm coming here to give you solutions uh, to some problems. Tonight's topic is going to be overcoming hard times. And this is the first part of a, a five-part series that we're going to discuss here on creating the championship standard of living. And I want you to take good notes because i got some dynamite stuff planned for you. I'm going to give you some nuggets, some tools that will utterly empower you to go get what's yours. So without a shadow of a doubt, I thank each and every one of you. Reach out to me. Let me know how we're doing. Reach out to me on Facebook. You can reach out to me at facebook.com slash Miles W. Miller. That's M-Y-L-E-S-W-M-I-L-L-E-R. You can also follow me on Twitter, twitter.com slash Miles W. Miller. You can also email me and let me know how we're doing here uh, at mileswmiller at gmail.com. Also, feel free to leave comments on the radio show site itself at blogtalkradio.com slash mileswmiller. So, people, I'm going to take you to an inspirational song and a motivational moment, and then we'll be right back. Yeah. Oh. I like it. Yeah. 
Again, I'm uh, just completely honored to um, to be before you today. And uh, our lesson today um, is 10 steps to staying true to yourself. 10 steps to, to staying true to yourself. Um, I came up with this topic late last night, actually in the wee hours of this morning. Um, many of you may have seen my Facebook posting uh, where I posted um, a comment about being true to myself and how I uh, I actually had to apologize to myself for not being always being true to myself. Um, and I think that it's really important for each and every one of us to understand that we are unique. We are we are not like everybody else. We're not normal. And because we're not normal, we can't expect to do what normal people do and have gratification or happiness or joy doing those things. We have to celebrate that uniqueness that's what's inside us. Uh, a guest we had on uh, a couple weeks ago, Mr. Ronald Wilshire uh, down in Houston, Texas, you know, told us to celebrate our uniqueness. And, and that's one thing I'm going to continuously promote, to celebrate the, the, the identity that God has given you, the, the separateness that God has given you, the, 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 that, which is that inside of you that will allow you to stand out and not blend in. Because you weren't put here to blend in, you were put here to stand out and lead. So, let me get started with our lesson. Um, ten steps to staying true to yourself. Step number one, and I believe this is the most important step to staying true to yourself. Step number one, keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. Keep God's image of you in your heart. A lot of people battle with low self-esteem, they battle with uh, a bad vision of themselves, and they, they, they struggle to, to really find their way in the world, and they, they get confused and misled and led astray and run amok, things like that, and the one thing that would keep people grounded is that if you knew that the creator of the universe created you in his likeness and image, how could you ever fall for the okie doke when somebody told you that you, you're less than than great, you're less than phenomenal, you're less than the best? If you truly, when you truly know who you are, when you truly know who you are, when you, know, you truly know what you are, nobody can come and tell you anything other than that. Immediately you understand that that's, that's a part. 
That's not the truth. If somebody tells you something contrary to what the Creator says you are, that's a farce. That's not. That is not the truth. So, in understanding that, it is utterly important to stay locked on the image that God says you are. You're creating His likeness and image. You're creating His likeness and image. Not like a dinosaur, not like a donkey, not like a horse, not like a bear, but in His likeness and image. You have been put here for some dynamic stuff. You have been put here to do some things that, that only you can do. Your life is important. Your your existence on this earth, your existence in this universe, in this universe is very important. So you have to stay focused on the fact that you were created to create. You were created to, to repair. You were created to, to do something dynamic. You were created to do something awesome. You were created to do something unique. So you have to celebrate that uniqueness because God saw something in you that when he created you, he creates you to solve a set of problems that nobody else can solve. So keep that in your in your heart that you are put here for a special assignment from the Creator. There's a book that I wrote uh, with you in mind and with myself in mind because being a dreamer, being a visionary, sometimes we can go through life and we can see good things and we get visions. We, we don't, we're not common people. We're not, you know, we don't see things the way normal people see things. So we, we get visions that are that are far out and, we, and, and it's sometimes it's scary to, to think about that stuff. But in the power of conquering fear, I gave a five-step plan for how to overcome fear, how to conquer fear, how to move beyond that fear. There's an old saying that the difference between a, a coward and a hero is that the hero was brave for five minutes longer. And that's my plan. Get, make sure that you stay brave. Just it, just those five minutes can change the whole course of your life. And my goal is to give you five steps to keep you in that range long enough to, to be the great person you've been called to be, to, to mine out your destiny. Because today... Uh, people, the, the world has changed as we know it, and it's going to take innovative people to really, you know, mine out the greatness that still remains in this in this universe. There, there's a lot of untapped resources, people, and and you're going to get visions and, and promises, you know, from God and, and through prayer, through fasting, through you know, dreams, and those things are going to change the very course of how we, how life as we know it exists. And you can't be afraid. you got to go for it. So I offer to you today my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. You can buy it at www.lulu.com slash mwmiller18. That's www.lulu.com slash mwmiller18. And get this book today. Get, get a copy for a friend and trust me you won't regret it it'll be a book that changes your life
Hello, all, and we're back. That was a, a medley, if you will, of uh, just inspirational things. Um, first, we had the inspirational song, Open the Eyes of My Heart by the Pajam All-Stars. Um, then we had a motivational moment from one of our previous shows together. And then that last clip that played there was um, an advertisement for my book, The Power of Conquering Fear. Uh, the Power of Conquering Fear is a book that I wrote with you in mind, with myself in mind. It's actually a blueprint for myself. Uh, one thing you'll hear me say a lot of is that I am my own guinea pig. I do a lot of research about personal development and self-help stuff, and I use me as the primary source of uh, research. So I try these things out. I try these principles out on me first before I present them to you. So you know, you can be you can rest assured that if I'm selling you something, if I'm presenting something to you as a as a help for you, I've definitely I've definitely used it myself. So get that book. You can get that book today at uh, lulu.com slash excuse me m w miller eighteen. That's l u l u dot com slash m w miller the number eighteen. And I'm telling you, get that book for yourself. Get it for some, get it for someone else, and it'll absolutely revolutionize you know your your existence as a dreamer, as a visionary, and as a go getter. So on that note, people, I want I want to keep you motivated and encouraged. Tonight we're talking about overcoming hard times. A lot of people right now are battling or coming out of some some really bad situations in their lives. They come out of some places that they didn't think they would ever be in. Of you, you have a lot of people dealing with divorce. A lot of people dealing with uh, just abandonment. People, you know, dealing with the fact of parents walking out on them, or whatever the case may be. Even like we look at the things that are going on in uh, Japan, uh, people's lives have been totally turned upside down by tsunamis and hurricanes. And some people, again, they they may not have gone through a physical tsunami or hurricane, but their lives have been so cataclysmically uh, crazy that it seems like it. And this, this series, Overcoming Hard Times, is designed with you in mind. If you're battling anything right now that seems insurmountable, I'm coming tonight to give you solutions. I'm coming tonight to give you hope that there is po- it's a possibility that this, this can come out. It's not only possible, it's going to happen if you just keep your faith strong. So I'm going to feed your faith tonight to let you know that it's possible for you to live life of your dreams. Um, my mentor, Les Brown, says it best it, that it's possible and it's necessary. Whatever it is that you've been put on this earth to do, it's necessary. So we're here, we come here each week to to be empowered, to go forth and live the life of our dreams. Because the life of our dreams, as you know, I say it often, I mean it, I know it, I preach it, I teach it, I talk it, I walk it, and I live it now. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and you deserve it. The life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and you deserve it. But the goal, the goal is not to let the circumstances that may be surrounding you getting to that place circumvent you from getting to that place. I have a saying that not to let the things that you're going through stop you from where you're going to. I want you to, to, to let that resonate in your spirit. You may be going through a trial right now. You may be going through some tribulations right now. But rest assured that you're going to come out of it. You're going to come through this thing. This is not the end of the world. There's somebody out there right now who who may have realized they they got with the wrong partner, and the person that they thought they were with wasn't the person that came to pass. Really, somebody out there right now is dealing with the the um, the pain of of being a single parent when the, the intention was to build a family. There's somebody out there right now who just lost a job. There's somebody out there right now who hasn't had a job in over two or three years. And I'm talking to you tonight. I'm coming to encourage you that. 
tough times don't last always, but tough people do. You're going to make it through this storm. You're going to make it. You are going to make it. You were designed to win. You were, when God created you, he designed you as a champion. He designed you as more than a conqueror. He designed you as a, a winner, as a go-getter, as a visionary, as a dreamer, as, as somebody who's going to change the, absolutely, the absolute climate of any environment that you walk into. So I'm here to, to encourage you to not give up on, on that which you know is yours. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. You know, that's my motto and that's my mantra. Don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. Because if you ever give up and you quit on your dreams, guess what? Your dreams are what keep you alive. Your dreams are what give you the power to live and be a part of this life, this life and this existence. Your dreams are important. So don't let the, the situations deter you from going after your dreams. So I'm going to inspire you tonight uh, again. I'm going to encourage you with some um, with a, um, a divine intervention and a presidential wisdom. You know, we're um, each week we give you a divine intervention or a scripture from the Bible, uh, which uh, goes along with the topic of discussion. And tonight's topic of discussion again is overcoming hard times. And one scripture always comes to mind whenever I think about battling and going through hard times. And I find it in John 16 and 33, and I'm going to read it for you tonight um, from three different translations. The first translation I'm going to read it to you from is the King James Version, and it states that these things I have spoken unto you, that, that in me ye have peace. In the world ye shall have tri tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. For these things I have spoken unto you, that in me ye have peace. In the world ye, ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. I'm going to also read this to you um, from the New Living Translation. It has a, a, a slightly different um, spin on it. And it reads, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. I have told you all this, so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. I want to read one more translation to you. Okay, I'm not going to read that translation to you. My my notes are um, somehow it didn't, it didn't come out of the printer correctly. Um, but the point of of this scripture is this: is that God is with us. God God sent His only begotten Son so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. So we live and not die. So the the things that we're going through, because of our assignments, we draw attacks sometimes. We draw we draw trials sometimes. Some trial is, is unavoidable. Some things that we some things that we're going through right now, we may have been the author and the creator of it, but many of the things that we face are not by any other reason than the fact that we were born, <laughs> and that because the assignment that is on our lives to change the world, we're going to we're going to face attacks. But God sent His only begotten Son here, and He released His Holy Spirit into the earth, so that we could be able to be empowered. That no matter what we face. We had this confidence that we know that it's already been overcome. God has already overcome it. And we're creating his likeness and image to have dominion. So that means that every time we step out 
every time we go forward in, in doing the things that we're supposed to do and living the life of our dreams and, and inspiring other people to be everything they've been called to be, there are some trials that are going to, that are just associated with it. It's just, it is what it is. You're not going to get away from it. You're not going to be able to sugarcoat it. You're not going to be able to dance around it. It just is what it is. You're going to, there are some trials that you are not going to be able to avoid. But be encouraged that even in those trials, that God has already overcome it. Anything that the world could throw at you, God has already overcome it. Anybody talking about you, anybody you know disrespecting you, anybody forgetting about you, anybody deserting you, anything that could possibly happen, no matter how bad it is, no matter how gruesome it may seem, God is still with you. And you have to trust him as our source. You have to trust him as source because any situation that you come up against, you're going to have to believe. You're going to have to, you're going to have, to have faith to some degree to be successful in it. Some situations are going to require that you that you pour more attention into it. But nonetheless, the principle is the same. That if you if you can believe, then all things are possible. If thou can believe, then all things are possible. With man, this thing may be impossible. With God, all things are possible. So, again, I'm getting you. I want to get you to the place where you put your trust and faith in God as our source of all good things. He says that He is our shepherd, and we shall not want. So we have to hold Him to that. He said it in his word, and his word is infallible. So we have to hold him to that. You hold him to it by just believing and then stepping out on what you believe. So keep that in your heart as we move forward. I'm going to give you uh, a diviner not a, well, excuse me, not a diviner intervention, but I'm going to give you a uh, this week's presidential wisdom. And this week's presidential wisdom, each week you know I give you a presidential wisdom or a quote from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. And this week's presidential wisdom is – we prove that we are a, still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. I'll repeat that. We proved that we are still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. We proved that we are still a people capable of doing big things and tackling our biggest challenges. And that's this week's presidential wisdom from our 44th president, President Barack Obama. I want you to take heart to that as well. People inside of us is a champion. Inside of us is the heart of, a, of a more than a conqueror. And I've come here tonight to inspire you and fire you up to go after that which you know is yours. Like I said, the life of your dreams is absolutely wonderful, and you deserve it. It's wonderful, and you deserve it. I want you. I just. I want you to just stop there. If, if you don't hear anything else I say tonight, I want you to hear that. In hard times, I don't care what's going on around you right now. I don't care what's not right around you right right now. I don't care if you're in prison right now. I don't care if if somebody just passed away. I want you to hear what I, what I gotta say. You are capable of doing big things. You are capable of tackling your biggest challenge, head on, and winning whether it be emotional, whether it be spiritual, whether it be physical, whatever the case may be. Tough times don't last always, but tough people do. And even in times of grief, God allowed his Holy Spirit to be with us, to be a comforter. And if you need to, if you need that comforter right now, call forth God, everything, that, everything in you that's God, everything around you that's God, call it forth to be with you in, in this time, no matter what the situation may be. 
at the end of this, the show tonight, we're going to pray for our, our, our brothers and sisters over in Japan, and also we're going to pray for each other that no matter what the trial may look like, that it's already covered. We're already we're already victorious over it because it's victory time. It's time to walk in victory. It's time to walk in prosperity because people, a lot of people, a lot of people I coach and talk to on a daily basis have gone through some absolutely tremendous stuff. Some stuff that will make you want to cry, but understand this. That no matter what it looks like, no matter what it looks like, God is with you in the midst of the storm. And you are going to be victorious because you already are victorious. So keep that in your heart. I'm going to take you to another inspirational song and a motivational moment. And then we'll be right back with the lesson for tonight. You keep Money 
few, okay, one more thing. I'm so excited about this. There's one more thing I want to share with you, and that this is something to, to really understand about life, about allowing, about your dreams, about your goals. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. Let me say that to you again. Whatever you resist, you reject. Whatever you reject leaves your life. So if if there's something that good that you really want, don't resist it. Accept it. Allow it. Because if you if you reject it, if you reject it, you you, you let go of it, and that that thing that which was good was coming for you, you you turn away from it, and you want to always accept things that are good and reject things that are bad. And also understand that every day, every day. Every single day, no matter what it looks like outside, no matter what's going on in the economy, God has designed the universe to be a major league blessing. He has designed his universe to be a major league blessing for you, for me, for anyone who, who, who can just receive it. And that is actually the natural state of the universe. It is designed to bless. It is designed to be. It's a design in abundance. But you have. It's your choice to get in the flow. Another series of uh, inspirational songs and uh, motivational moments. Uh, the inspirational song was Great Things by Canton Jones, and we had two motivational moments from uh, some of our previous times together. And um, over the course of the next coming few weeks, we're going to start uh, – I'm going to be revamping those motivational moments, so I'm going to be doing more uh, live motivational moments. And um, just to encourage you with that, uh, be prepared for just an absolutely dynamite time here on the show. Uh, again, we, we're discussing – Overcoming part, excuse me, overcoming hard times. This is part one of a five-part series that we're going to uh, be unveiling here. Um, I wanted to just say this real quick. A lot of people are going to have a lot of different things going on in their lives. We all have things that are going on in our lives. Sometimes we don't want to. Um, we we may be facing things that we don't want to deal with, but in the same sense, again, like I was saying before, be of good cheer. God has already overcome the world, so we're already victorious. No matter what the situation looks like, we're already victorious. So, with that in mind. Keep your your heart and your mind. Keep your heart and your mind towards the things you do want, towards the things that matter, towards the things that are important to you. Keep your t- attention going in the direction of the things that you do want. So that, that's a that's a free nugget as we get ready to go into this lesson. So there's eight pieces of, of today's uh, lesson I want to share with you real quick. I only have about uh, 15 minutes to get it to you, so we're going to be moving really fast. So I want you to take good notes, keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, and also. You know, you're going to have to use the podcast for this to go back and get things I may have uh, – you may not pick up the first time because we're going to be moving super fast because i got to get this stuff to you tonight. So, Overcoming Hard Times Part 1, Part 1 of a five-part series. In, over, in understanding that hard times are going to come, and understanding that trials and tribulations, they do come, that you already are rejoicing because God has already overcome the world, no matter what the situation is. We have to trust that God is greater than the situation, and God lives inside of us, and he's around us. So if he's in us and around us, that means there's nothing we face can beat us. We're, we've already we, – we, we're walking into this game. We already have favor. The game's not even fair to us because we have favor. We walk in faith. We have the authority to speak stuff. You heard what I was talking about earlier, using the power of your tongue. You had the authority to speak to stuff, and it's supposed to obey you. Let me take that back. You had the authority to speak to stuff, and it will obey you. 
that's why hard times don't let hard times get to your mind. Don't let hard times get to your mouth. Don't let hard times get to your heart. Because again, trials and tribulations they do come, but you've already overcome the world. You've already you're creating the likeness and image of that which has overcome the world. So you are you have a you, we are advantaged. We are favored. That when we step out to do stuff, it should it's supposed to work. It it shall work when we walk in confidence and walk in faith. So keeping that in mind, keeping that in your heart, we're going to start uh, with this this piece of the uh, series, which I'm going to go through pretty fast. So you can, listen, I'm, I'm warning, stay with me. We're going through this very fast because we got a lot of ground to cover. The very first thing that is necessary for overcoming hard times is to acknowledge and call forth all that is God in you and around you. Acknowledge all that is in you and around you. That's God. Acknowledge and call forth all that, that is God that's in you and around you. So we've just been going through this all day. I've been talking to you all day about the power of God that's in us and around us. When you are in a battle, when you're going through something, you cannot allow yourself to forget who you are. You are created in the likeness and image of God. You're created to have dominion. You you have the authority to speak to stuff, and it shall obey you. And we, no matter what the circumstances say, no matter what things look like, you still have that authority. You are who you are. You are created in the likeness and image of God. You are of God. You are his offspring. We are his offspring, which means we have – look, by by nature, I'm a miller. My father is a miller. So I'm created and I'm physically I look similar to my father, to my physical father. Spiritually, we're creating the likeness and image of God, which means that spiritually we are like God. We are not God Almighty, we're not the most high, but we are his offspring. It's just like a Xerox copy. If you copy an original, the original is always the original, and the copy is always the copy. But the copy has can hold up in a court of law. In this in this court of law called life, we have the same authority to speak to stuff, and it and it shall obey us. So when you go when hard times do come, and they're going to come, you have to remember who you are, so that you don't lose your head. You are already greater than the situation. You are already greater than the trial. You are already greater than the, the, the tribulation. You are already greater than that. You've already overcome it because God has already overcome it, and he's inside of us, and he's around us, and He and we're cut in his likeness and image. We have an unfair advantage. So when we walk into any situation, all we have to do is, is remember who we are <laughs> and put yourself in remembrance of who you are. You're more than a conqueror. No situation can hold you down. No no bad thing can hold you down. No bad marriage. No no painful divorce. No Nobody running out on you. Nothing can, Nothing can stop you. You are unstoppable. Trust me when I say it. You are unstoppable. We are unstoppable. And you have to remind yourself of that. So, again, you have to acknowledge the fact that you are created in the likeness and image of God. And now you call it forth. When you speak the things that God would say in that situation, guess what? Stuff moves the way it would move for him because he gave you the authority. You have delegated authority in the earth to do what God has put us here to do, to do what he has asked us to continue in his stead. So, and again, remember, I told you a lot of the obstacles that we're going to face, a lot of the trials and tribulations that we're going to face is not because of anything we did wrong. But it has more to do with the fact that we've been put here to do a, a dynamic assignment. So you have to remember that 
You can't look at things with your eyes. You have to look at things with your faith. We walk by faith and not by sight. So you have to continually remember that you are a spiritual being having a human experience. We are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And anybody and anyone or any entity that would try to erase the spiritual aspect of our existence is trying to lead you astray. I don't care whether it's your emotions. I don't care whether it's the media. I don't care whether it's your mother, your father, whoever the case may be, your your friend who's an atheist, whoever, whatever the case may be. It is your place to remember who you are, who you are and whose you are as you move forward. So you acknowledge and call forth all that is God in you and around you because that's been promised to you. After you do that, you then acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. Acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. Acknowledge the problem and give your attention to the solution. You would be a complete and utter idiot. I'm just being real with you. We'd all be complete and utter idiots if we looked at life and didn't acknowledge the fact that some things are going wrong. If you're in the middle of a hard situation and you could not acknowledge the fact that you're in the middle of a hard situation, then you got a problem. Because you'll be in the middle of a hard situation and you will be defeated because you're not opening up your your mind to, to accept what's really happening right now. Yes, this situation is happening right now. We can't deny it. It is happening. Now that we've acknowledged it, We've given it the respect it deserves. We know that it's there. Now, we put our attention on a solution. Where your attention goes, power flows. We learned that in the uh, in the secret. That's that's real talk. That's that's the truth. People can try to deny that the secret was a a valid teaching, but it really is. But it comes from scripture. It's the same principle that Jesus used when he when he had the miracle there, where he had took the five fish and uh, the two fish and the five loaves of bread, and in it. It became more because he didn't know he did. He acknowledged the fact that there was a, a situation going on, but then he put his attention towards the solution. He turned he turned back towards that which was the source. He turned back towards the Father. He turned back towards that which gives him the power to do all things. All, nothing's impossible to him that believes. All things are possible to him that believes. With man, things may be impossible. With God, all things are possible. And you have to c- continue to look at solutions and not the problem. The problem has no has no shouldn't even be speaking. The problem should never have a voice. You acknowledge it and you put it back in its place because it's defeated. It's already defeated. You overcome hard times by being tough inside as well. And part of being tough inside is it's, it's saying that I know who I am, and because I know who I am, you can't trick me. Because I know who I am, I acknowledge that that, that this is a situation that's going on. We're not going to deny the fact that this is going on, but the truth says that this is already defeated. This is a defeated foe, that when I put my foot down on it, it's uh, it's done. It's over. I have the authority to do that. So whatever the case may be, I don't care what it is, you, you acknowledge the issue, but you give your attention to solutions. And solutions are going to come – they're going to come at you once you acknowledge solution. Once I put my mindset in the place of solution, solutions come forth. That's it's just, Whatever is the most dominant thought in your mind, that's what you're going to receive. That's what you're going to get. If you if you are problem conscious, guess what? You're gonna see more and more problems. It's not it's gonna get worse from here. But if you're solution conscious, you understand that trials and tribulations they are going to come. There's no, you can't dance around they're coming because you are alive. They are coming. Be of good cheer because God has already overcome that. And because we are cutting His likeness and image, He gives us the authority. 
to step on those trials and tribulations and put them back where they belong, and that's underneath our feet. So from that standpoint, you, your mind is already determined to find solutions. So that takes us to our next point. The next point of overcoming hard times is to change your mind. Change your mind. Change your mind. Romans 12 and 1 verses, excuse me, Romans 12 verses 1 through 2 talks about this in, in great detail, that be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can change the situation you're going through right now by changing your mind. There, there's a story of, 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 of Victor Frankl who was a prisoner during the Holocaust. And he talked about how he could let the situation get him or he could come out and have and be able to tell the story of how he came out. I'm paraphrasing right now. That he was able to endure the Holocaust because he changed his mind. He wouldn't let himself be be destroyed. He wouldn't let his spirit be taken from him. Because he changed his mind. He wouldn't let his mind look at the situation, but he looked at the fact that his inside of him that he can come out of this situation. That's how we have to be in anything we walk through. I don't care what it looks like outside. We have to know in our mind that we are more than conquerors. And that comes from a mind change. So in changing your mind, which is really simple to do, it's as easy as saying, I look for the good in this universe. I look for the divine good in this situation. Guess what? At that moment you have just unleashed power, and it starts in your mind. The environment that you see outside is a direct result. It's a direct result of things that are going inside your mind. Some of the things that are going on in your life right now, they are a direct result of the climate of your mind. And if you want to see different different things in your climate, change your mind. That simple. You change your mind by studying the Word. You, you, you find books that uh, embody the things you want. You look at um, magazines for uh, pictures and things like that. If you want to travel, look at travel magazines. If you want to do radio and uh, broadcasting, look at radio and broadcasting books. Get mentors. Talk to people who actually are doing the things you want to do. And then turn away from the people who aren't doing the things you want to do. It's it's very simple. Some, But it can be hard sometimes because sometimes the people that we want to be there with us and for us, they're not going to be there with us and for us. So it's up to us to change our mind to, towards the lifestyle that we truly want. If once your mind is locked on the solution, coming out of this situation, you won't lose. You got you. You will have to win. There's nothing more powerful than an idea whose time has come. And when you've made up your mind, there is nothing that will stop you, other than you. I'm telling you, they make up your mind to be what you want it to be, not not dictated or predicated by a situation, but see yourself above the situation. And that starts with a mind change. Now, you've acknowledged and you're calling forth all that is God in you and around you. You've acknowledged the problem and you're giving your attention to the solution. You've changed your mind. And after you change your mind, you have to change your confession. Change your confession. Change your confession. In other words, what's coming out of your mouth? The power of life and death is in the tongue. What's coming out of your mouth? See, whatever is coming out of your mouth, your ears hear it. Faith comes by hearing. 
So even if you don't, even we know that that scripture says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Even if you stop short and, and just say faith comes by hearing, that's that's a true statement. To be empowered, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. To be empowered in that thing which is God. But if you stop short and just start speaking stuff out of your mouth, just start spewing stuff out of your mouth randomly, guess what? It becomes what you believe. Faith, excuse me, belief is a subset of faith. And what you believe becomes possible to you. All things are possible to him that believes. If you can believe it, it's possible. You'll see a lot of people move out in error in their lives because they believe something that's false. That's because they may have, they probably stopped short. Instead of going all the way through with that which God has said and ordained for us, they'll stop short and, and accept anything. They'll accept you know, ads from the media. Tell them that they need the next purple pill or the next green pill or the next blue pill. They need, a, they need a yellow pill to offset the blue pill, and they need a, a green pill to offset what the yellow pill did after the blue pill did what it did. So, But you can change that by what you are confessing out of your mouth. That's why you hear me say the life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of your dreams is wonderful and you deserve it too. I'm here today to tell you that. Whatever's coming out of your mouth, it's, your ears are picking it up. And when your ears are picking it up, it becomes what you believe. That's simple. You're in a hard time. You're in a hard situation. Don't let your mouth go with it. Let your mouth be locked on the solution. Keep speaking out the solution. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. With man, this may be impossible, but through God, all things are possible. Nothing's impossible to him that believes. Nothing's impossible to him that believes. You got to hear yourself saying it because guess what? It fires you up. It keeps you going. You sometimes you got to encourage yourself and you got to use your own mouth. Your mouth is the, one of the biggest weapons you'll ever be uh, equipped with. So whatever's coming out of it is either creating or tearing down. If you see something in your life that you don't like, tear it down. Use your mouth to tear it down. You can do the same. Use the same principle that, that Jesus used with the fig tree, and also telling us that we could speak to mountains and, they, and if. If we had enough faith, if we, had enough, if we could just believe, guess what happens? That mountain gets cast into the sea. We don't have to go, go around it. We, we can just go right through it because it won't be there anymore. What are you letting come out your mouth? When hard times come, don't let your mouth become part of the, of, of the problem. Continue to, to equip your, your, your mind and your, your emotions that we are going to come through this. Not only are we going to come through this, we have already come through this. We already have the victory. I'm a champion. I'm a winner. You have to you have to encourage yourself. You have to affirm yourself. You have to let your mouth empower your environment. I guarantee that if you can just confess things out of your mouth that you want, you'll start seeing more of what you want and less of what you don't want. I want you to, to repeat after to me. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. The life of my dreams is wonderful, and I deserve it. I want you to say that often. I want you to say it to yourself often. I want you to hear yourself saying it to yourself often. At least 100 times a day. At least 100 times a day. Guess what happens at that point? 
your mind, which creates the map and creates the, the climate of, of your life, starts hearing that you really want the life of your dreams. Guess what? Tough times don't last always at that point. You just out tough the situation because you didn't let it break you. Let your, Use your mouth to, to prove to the, your environment that you mean business. And that's how you go get it. After, you, after you've done all those things now, we're going to have to step it up a little bit quicker here because i got about three minutes, and i got to get four more points to you. You devise a plan to take you to the solution. Devise a plan to take you to the solution. Devise a plan to take you to the solution. Now that you, you're in, you know, you've acknowledged and you're called for all that is God in you and around you, you've acknowledged the problem and you've given your attention to the solution, you've changed your mind and you've changed your confession, now solutions shall flow easily because now your mind is open to solutions. At that point, you can sit down with pen and pad and write down a plan of action because it's going to take massive action to do what you need done. Whatever the case may be, you're going to need some massive action in the, in the positive direction to make this thing happen. So Scripture tells us that the heart of man devises a plan, but God orders his steps. So you need a plan in order to, to invoke the presence of God to help you get to the place of success. So you want to devise a plan. You want to sit down and devise a plan that, that gets you going in the direction of your solution. And you do that by spending time in prayer and meditation fasting if you have to, and allowing God's Holy Spirit to, to talk to you and give you the insight on what it is to do. After you do that, then you you visualize yourself successful. Visualize yourself successful. Visualize yourself successful. You know, each week we do, normally we do a, a visualization segment, which we don't have time to do tonight, but we'll do we'll pick back up next week with that. Um, and you, you want to see yourself operating in the solution. You want to see yourself moving in the, and flowing in the, 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 the path of the solution or in the direction of the solution. And every time you see yourself successful, it empowers you. It, it, your, mind, your mind can conceive yourself winning. It, conceive, it can conceive you doing big things and doing great things. It can conceive you being capable. And once you know in your spirit you're capable, it gives you confidence. What you see in your imagination, you're going to see in reality. It's going to come to pass. And after you've done that, create a symbol of your intended success. Create a symbol of your intended success. Create a symbol of your intended success. See, a, a symbol serves as a visual replica of your faith and belief. So what you see in your mind, what you see in your imagination, that is really a picture of your faith. If thou can just believe in all things is possible. What you're seeing in your mind is a picture of your faith. So what you do now is you take you take a symbol. For instance, if it's a new car you want, I actually there's a car that I want, and symbolically what I did is I went and ordered one of the keys online because the key for that car I want you can't buy it in the store. You have to you actually have to order it from the company. I actually ordered that key and it's uncut on on a key ring, and also symbolically I have a key for the the uh, the house that I want, and I have them on a key ring. I carry them with me everywhere I go now, because I believe that. Every time you come in contact with your dream or any symbolism of your dream, it fires you up and it, it keeps you focused on the fact that this is possible for me. It's the same thing as doing a vision board, but this is just this is an expanded version of a vision board. Now I have something tangible that I can hold in my hands every day. I have a key to this car. I have a key to this, to this, this home that I really want to stay in. Even these keys are uncut. They, I'm going to cut them once I move in. But I have, I have a symbolic vision of it right now in my hands that I can tangibly hold. 
And I'm telling you that it fires you up. It gives you something to shoot for. So after you've done that, after you've done that, what makes this thing work, the glue that holds this thing all together, anchor yourself in faith and belief. Anchor yourself in faith and belief. Anchor yourself in faith and belief. See, like I said before, faith comes by hearing. What you hear, you start to believe. What you believe makes things possible. So you want to continue this cycle. You want to continue things to be. You want to continue to stay in the realm of possibility. To enter the realm of possibility, you just have to believe. You don't. There's nothing. Nothing major. Nothing. Nothing. No rocket science. You just have to believe. If you can believe, that all things are possible to him that believes. With man, this may be impossible, but all things is possible. But with God, all things are possible if you can believe. So. You keep your keep yourself anchored in faith and belief. It's just like with Abraham when he was faced with uh, the promise of God. He was a hundred years old, and his wife was ninety years old, and God promised that he'd be the father of many nations. The scripture tells us that scripture tells us that he, although the situation looked glim, looked bleak. He struggled not at it. He struggled not at faith. It says Abraham against hope, believing hope that he'd be the father of many nations. That means against what it looked like, against what the situation looked like, Abraham believed in God. And that's what I tell you to be right now as we conclude this part one. Keep your faith locked in God. Keep your belief strong in God, and you will make it through. We got about 60 seconds. I'm going to do this real quick. We're going to pray, and I'm going to let you out of here to next week. But um, understand this. We're going to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come to you today giving you praise, worship, glory, and honor. Thank you that this is the day that you've made, so we are rejoicing and we're glad in it. Father, thank you that you have inspired us and empowered us to be all that we can be to impact this world. Father, before we go any further, we, we thank you that you are a God of healing. We send forth your healing virtue now to Japan and all the people affected by the tsunamis and hurricanes in that environment, that in that uh, region. Father, we thank you for helping, for blessing the people, for sending relief in a right now kind of way, Father. We send forth the spirit of the Lord of hosts to be with each and every one of those places to help them rebuild and, and repair those situations. Father, thank you for each and every one of the dreamers and visionaries represented here on this show tonight. Father, I thank you for, re- for releasing upon them your spirit. You said that you would pour out your spirit upon all flesh and that your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Father, give your sons and daughters the the words to say to their life, to create the life of their dreams. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you all praise, worship, and glory. Thank you that this is already done. Thank you that, that we should have dynamic testimonies of great things happening. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we give you all praise, worship, and glory, knowing that it's already done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. People, I look forward to seeing you back here next week uh, for part two of Overcoming Hard Times. And remember my motto, my mantra, my mantra, my motto, don't ever give up. Don't ever quit on your dreams. God bless you, and I'll see you next week.